0: Happy fucking Wednesday to ya. Today is September 18th, 2019. And astrologically significant point of interest today is that Saturn, our dearest of daddies, has gone direct. So what's up with that? Namely, we are really we are really now in a state of being able to kind of clearly see where and how we need to start moving forward with our goals. Okay. These past five months have been a deep, a deep time of reevaluating and reassessing, you know, where boundaries need to be in our lives, kind of how to enact personal authority in our day to day really reclaiming that in a realistic and responsible manner has been the to-do list of, mer- of this Saturn's retrograde period. So where you are now, how easy things feel, how clear you are in this moment, it really is directly proportionate to the inner work you've been doing since April. So it's time to, like, look at ourselves a little bit, y'all. What have we been learning? What have we been learning about how we operate? What have we been learning about what we have willfully tied ourselves to? For me, I can't bring up Saturn in any context without thinking about the devil card. Like, not at all because that very much is got all these themes around authority and domination and control and you know responsibility all kind of tangled up in in one kind of scary image i guess the real scary part for me though is that those little beings those little beings that are like chained to the fucking devil have you all seen those chains have y'all seen those <laughs> if you've never seen the card i highly suggest google that shit google the devil card writer weight smith weight edition whatever they're they're the same card but in it what you see is you know the the baphomet kind of our baphomet if i'm being real french Wee wee. I'm sorry, y'all. I am duolingoing French a bit here, so I do need to be mindful of those words that were originated there in France, or according to that language. And yeah, beffemette is just not how you say that, (laughs) but we all do it. I know. Regardless, he's like the central he/she is the central character, and these two beings are like chained to the devil but like the fucking chains around their neck are fucking loose. Like they're big enough to just like slide off their own cock sucking heads, literally and figuratively. So it really brings in to our awareness, the question of what do we tie ourselves to on purpose? What have we chained ourselves to? What have we been serving and making ourselves miserable on purpose for? Have we done the inner work that's necessary for us to see what actually works for us and like what our old systems in like our psyches, in our behavior or whatever that are really serving something that we don't want to be serving anymore. It's serving materialism or addiction or, you know, thinking things have to be a certain way or the old way or their way or my parents way or whatever, you know, these are all things that we We tend to get into relationships and commitments with, you know, Um, and we we all kind of sign up to be tethered to things on purpose. And it's not until we take responsibility for the fact that our choices determine what we are serving. We do not then have the the personal autonomy, authority and personal power that shows us hey, my actions created my slavery. Therefore, my actions can create my freedom. That's what needs to be enacted so that we have the confidence to actually move through that. And I'm so excited about the episode that I recorded the other day in response to a question that a a listener had about how to enact confidence in your own life, especially when you're good at inspiring it in others. So this is a really fucking good episode, and I think it has a lot um, to kind of delve deep in to these sort of devil card Saturnian um, themes that are coming up for us astrologically. And if, you know, where you are, what you're responsible to and how to move and how to act and how to work, all of that, if that's feeling like it's at the forefront of your awareness right now, you're not crazy it's the mood. It's Saturn popping through to be like, yo bitch, now we can move more easily in proportion to how you've worked up until this point. And that's fucking encouraging to me because I've been telling y'all, I've been telling y'all since eclipse season that like how we move now, we are showing the world what we care about. You know, when we're talking about like Saturn rules Capricorn, right? And these last that last eclipse was in the Cancer Capricorn polarity. And that was the whole thing. Like our, our ability to work and our feeling of being on the right path and on the right track and our, you know, resilience to being able to put our head down and put work in, that is going to be directly in proportionate to how much we've connected to what we genuinely care about or not. Like if you haven't found what is what is sparking you forward, then waiting around for things to pop off will never feel okay. You can never get cool with it because what you're still attached to, what you're still serving, the devil you're still in bondage to is not like what you would choose to serve. But again, you know, our behaviors are are reflecting old beliefs, so we need to be really, really critical of that, you know, be aware of what we've been investing in that we actually don't care about, and make sure right now, more than ever, that we're course-correcting that, you know? I really think that this past eclipse, its kind of energetic profile is going to be with us until November of next year, but this is kind of this... It's a shift, you know, it's a, it is a major shift and there's tons of major shifts every year. There's tons of portal opportunities. There's tons of, you know, chances to level up. So this is not about, you know, if you miss it, like that's like some fucking rapture ass Christian bullshit being left over, you know, but what we really sow now that is going to be the thing. That's the thing that's telling the universe what we're voting for. And if you are aligned with yourself, if you're aligned with your spirit, with your soul's urge, with what you genuinely want, with what's real, realistic, what you can maintain for you, then you're going to have a much easier time just getting about the business of putting down work, laying the groundwork to get to you where you need to go. If you haven't connected to what's for you, you're going to be really hung up in this hanged man year and you're going to be frustrated and you're not going to know how to act next and you're going to feel confused. Those are all indicators that you're still not connecting to really what you want to be doing, want to be expressing, want to be showing up like. So I think we're all really empowered to kind of take another like look at ourselves in this moment and just, you know, it's like a little checkup point. It's like, how did I really you know, rework boundaries in my life. How did I rework my personal power and authority and how can I move on in a new way from here? Because that's the thing, you know, it's really time for us to move forward with our long-term goals cuz it'll be easier now and we can we actually have more clarity. So align with those commitments and just get after it cuz the outer world's in total support of it, y'all and now listen to this really really cool episode i i'm pretty fucking stoked on it about how to enact a little more confidence in your life okay thanks for being here y'all i've got a great episode for you all today i finally dove in to the voice recorded messages that you guys have been leaving me on my Anchor FM page. So if you go to anchor.fm slash Jennifer dash Joseph slash message on your phone, you can leave a voice recorded message asking me a question that could absolutely be featured on this podcast. Interested? Yeah, I thought so. So swipe on over to anchor.fm slash Jennifer dash Joseph slash message and fucking record a question for me, and you may show up on an episode of this podcast. So, without further ado, we're going to get into the question that I'm dealing with today, and I hope you guys enjoy... Hello, my name is Alex. I am a Virgo sun, Sagittarius moon, and Sagittarius rising. And I'd like to know, at this point in my life, what can I do to instill the confidence in myself that I am just so good at projecting onto other people? Um, I know I make them feel super confident. How can I make myself? Hey, Alex. I, I love this question, and I'm super excited to get into it, especially given your... Uh, your 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 placements like to me this it just all makes so much sense in terms of like how you are and how you do feel to other people but what's kind of plaguing you it all is just it's the perfect combination of you know, you feeling a little like lost and disconnected because you do have this ability, this outward fire that's very inspirational for other people. It is very activating. It is very initiating. And what I mean by something that is initiating is that by virtue of hearing it, people are therefore started on to a new path. That is the kind of gift that people who are seed sowers, um, that's what they give the world. And I absolutely think that Sagittarius rising um, that position, like Sag in the first house, is very much about expansion, philosophy, traveling, diverse groups of people, right? And if you bring all of that energy kind of together, what I think that really is is that it is someone who outwardly projects the ideas of expansion, the ideas of diversity and understanding and recognizing how vast and complex this world really is so you very much have this this archetype that is 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 what the how the outer world sees you you know that's what our rising sign really does rule how other people perceive us. And I also believe that the rising sign is very much connected to our soul's purpose. I believe it is on a level, our spiritual mission deep down there. But I get where you're coming from. You know, it's a really difficult thing to witness in your own life how you've halted yourself from living a life fully aligned or living a life of purpose or, you know, feeling really good about choices you make and directions you move in when you have this ability to inspire it, to initiate others to that kind of, you know, more fully aligned living. I get your frustration completely. And to me, you know, it really boils down to that Virgo sun energy in your life, that influence. Okay. Like you are going to be most conscious of that 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 filter on life, looking looking at life with the fine-tuned comb, with the the analytical power to really see, you know, everything. See, we see everything and it's exhausting. It's a lot of fucking information. And some of the shadow aspects that we Virgo sons have to deal with are absolutely analysis paralysis. Not moving because we have such a flow of information. We're constantly sifting through it. We're constantly creating new patterns. We're constantly, you know, making new systems out of what we're learning. And it's a continuous process. There's no end to that. You can think something to, no, you can't think something to death. You can literally think it in circles like infinitely, And that's the thing. When we say thinking in circles, that is something that there's no end. There's no conclusion. So that is almost a way of thinking that doesn't help us. Right. Because if we can't come to a conclusion, this is this is the key here. If we can't come to a conclusion, then we don't know a direction to act through. And if we don't take thought and make it action. That's where the disconnect comes That's where we start to lose trust in ourselves. That's where we start to fear the results. That's where we start to really lose any momentum we could have had through our powerful gifts of processing. So, that's one huge thing. Another shadow of Virgo energy is fear of criticism. Like there's, and that's tied hand in hand with perfectionism. Perfectionism is the fear that because I cannot achieve something that gets me out of the fear of being critiqued, of anybody having valid criticism towards me, now I will not move. I'm going to hold myself back because better I not do anything than do something that is put up to scrutiny and that people can will find something wrong with me. You know, because we spend so much time analyzing the outer world and analyzing what's going and analyzing ourselves as well. But we spend so much time finding flaws in things that it is very much, especially when we haven't fully interfaced with all of our flaws. And, and you know, none of us have because the shadow is so rich and deep. And as we go further into it, we realize just how deep it goes in there, you know, so. When we haven't fully looked at all of our flaws, you know, it can become an act of resistance to doing our own work, but to um, focus, to primarily focus outwardly. So if we've been doing that, finding a lot of fault, passing a lot of blame, judging a lot of outward circumstances, and really we can feel as righteous in our judgment as as possible, it does not change the fact that judgment is discernment plus an unnecessary story, okay? We want to be able to stop at discernment and not contribute or pay attention to things we do not like with creative stories that really just bolster the energetic vortex that is the thing that we don't want to vote for anyway, right? We want to redirect energy. We don't want to creatively add to it, but we're doing the right thing by by calling that creative storytelling, calling it bad, right? Like I'm, I'm telling why it's bad and how it's bad and all the different ways it's manifested and, and been bad. Like we can say all day long, we're identifying problems that need to be identified. They do, but like To identify that and to discern how to act is literally the only thing that we're called to do. The rest, that is is our creative use of time. And what most of us do is we end up telling judgmental stories about things that do not work for us. And this is where we go all wrong and this is where our fear of being critiqued on the outside comes from it's because we are doing this outwardly and what that we hope it is doing is getting us out of addressing what's in here we hope that by externalizing the problem because there's an infinitude of things of things you could focus on outwardly that need to be addressed but guess what same goes for within Same goes for your inner space. Same goes for what we are doing in our own minds and in our own hearts every day. Because you as a human, you as a single unit, you're the most powerful unit of energy that exists on this planet. Plain and simple. Because you have the ability to choose. You have the ability to direct yourself. And when we make the unconscious choices to continue to direct our energy outwardly, especially with the creative juice of a negative story. What we're doing is we're creating a negative story about ourselves because at the heart of all matters, there is no separation here. So what you see in the world, we have to realize the psyche evolved out of the world. At one point, the psyche and the world were interlaced. They were one in the same. The emergence of consciousness has been an evolutionary process. To be able to reflect on ourselves, you know, has taken this this, this process where it seems like we've separated from what is, but we are what is. There is no difference. So as you recognize that judgmental stories our negative creative songs we choose to sing, whether consciously or unconsciously, we have to reframe. Like once you interact with that understanding, you have to start reframing your entire fucking life because here's the T. The At the end of the day, you're fearful of being critiqued. You're fearful of, you know, not being perfect. You're fearful that the stories you've told about other people are gonna come back on you. That's what we're really, we are afraid of the echo of our own song. So the only way that you become safe from judgment is to first of all, stop judging others. This is huge for Virgo energy in general. I'm glad that we're talking about this in Virgo season because this is not a Virgo issue. This is, this is the sign that rules this issue. That's a completely different energy. But those of us who are heavily influenced by Virgo, for instance, I have three major placements in Virgo, two personal planets, and then a point of, uh, of, um, like one of my nodes is in, in Virgo. So it's, it's, Influences rains heavy on my life. So, this is definitely a lesson I will have to learn harder than others. And with your conscious mind really being hyper aware of all the ways in which somebody could critique you, or all the ways in which you are not perfect, and all the ways in which that could, you know, come through from the other in this really negative creative story, it's reflective of energy we've already put out into the world. And the only way that we you know really can neutralize that is to simply say it stops here, and the way I move from this moment on is is from a state of understanding that everyone here is in their process of of developing and to be asleep is a, the natural state to be you know undeveloped unintegrated a child operating in a human body, that's natural. So I'm not going to pass creative stories because, again, we are 95% subconscious, meaning we at best are 95% a mystery to ourselves. So anything that someone is seeing on the outside, that is simply what stands out in their brain and then their brain's natural associations with that. They are not consciously choosing how to see us they are operating via their programming completely because that's what the brain is it's an association machine and so what judgment is is the brain doing its association game and instead of being consciously aware that oh if I don't stop it here I'm going to spend all of this creative energy narrating a story about what these associations come up in my brain to mean because we are symbolic storytellers. We get symbols, we get pictures, we get associations, and then we try to interpret them. That is what humans have been doing all of all of existence. We are trying to interpret stories. We are trying to interpret the visions that we get, the dreams that we get. So when you see someone on the outside and the things that peek off in your mind. This is what your culture has conditioned you to pay attention to. And your culture has some, you know, pre-packaged associations. The subconscious, the collective unconscious has some pre-packaged associations with people based on the things you have been programmed to what? Notice. So all of this is a malleable process, but at the same time, it's very like It flows with how evolution has unfolded for us. And so if we're aware of that, I think it helps us depersonalize this whole process. And it's really important if confidence is your issue that you depersonalize judgment because you don't have confidence because you're fearful of judgment. Because you know how nasty judgment can get in your own mind. So by understanding why our brain does this, because we are symbolic creatures and we desire so much to put a narrative on that that gives us meaning so that we think that we have some sort of certainty in understanding the other, that's the nature of all judgment. That is what that brain just will naturally do if we're not aware of these processes and if we don't stand in them and be like willing to question our assumptions and question our associations and or be humbly aware of the fact that my brain is gonna make these dumb, weird associations and being honest about it and being like, shit, this is probably all really fucked up, but when I see this or when I think of that, this comes to mind and that comes to mind, and what do you think that's about instead of taking it on as your shit? It is the collective shit. So we are just vessels of association and our brain has been through our experiences programmed to focus in on certain things of, of what our culture, our family, our religion, or whoever, the people that have influenced us the most, that they have made important. And until we decide to direct ourselves, we are going to be quote unquote slaves to the way the mind unfolds. It's basically like what we put in, what we input, what gets integrated into the unconscious which is where our beliefs live because beliefs are really unconscious and that's the funny thing and that's where you're getting that disconnect you're like I can speak and project and make other people feel confident but why can't I do that within that's because it's like no matter what you say even if you're saying all the right words if you don't believe it you won't receive it that's that's basically what it is like no matter what you project if you are not doing the integrative uh, uh portion of this you're not going to feel any different. So here's the thing, okay? I think a lot of people think that confidence is like a personality trait or something. It's not. It's a fucking life skill. You've gotta develop it, you've gotta cultivate it. You have to train yourself to be confident. So what is confidence? I really think that confidence is the ability to take thought and turn it into action. Simply, that's all that you're missing here. Because what does a confident person do? Confident people believe in themselves enough that they're willing to try, that they're willing to take a risk. They're not addicted or attached to being right as a result, to, to getting a certain you know response from people, to not being criticized. They really are just moving because they believe that what comes out of them doing that is positive for them. It's either expansive, it, it teaches them something new, or it levels them up directly. It literally either ends up well or the it's ending up badly, quote-unquote, teaches you stuff, and you have the confidence that you will be able to do something with a negative, quote-unquote, result. Confidence is simply believing in yourself enough to act. It's believing in your in the process of life enough. And that's the whole thing. Believing in yourself is believing in this world. And that's a funny thing. It's like we have been, again, probably a lot through our experiences and our culture, we have been hyper-programmed to focus in on where unsafety lives in this world. That's what the media has been invested in. It's been selling newspapers and airtime on news channels for, for decades and decades based on focusing on the worst parts of society because if they can prey on our fear, then they can put deep within us, they can instill in our subconscious, they can make us believe in our insecurity. Now, it also predicates, like, they they have that... that <clears throat> easy avenue into that thought or that feeling in us because there is something that we can't get around in this life. And that is uncertainty. We do not know. We don't know what's going to happen next. We don't know when we're going to die. We don't know what's going to pop off. We don't know what they're going to say, what they're going to do. No matter what I control and choose, I will never have a like a sense of true certainty of what is going to happen. So when we can sit in that awareness, honor that, be real about that, that there is no certainty, no matter how you act, quote unquote good, or quote unquote bad, positively or negatively, based on whoever's thinking about it at the moment, because those things are somewhat relative to human beings, those concepts, No matter what, you cannot be certain of your outcomes. One of the most powerful lessons I ever got was from Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita. As he tells, you know, the main character, Arjuna, like that you are not promised. You don't have a right to the results of your work. You simply have the right to know your work and do it. Act, Arjuna, then. No matter what happens, this has been put before you. You must act. You don't get to know. You don't get to control outcomes. That's not your right. You must find the space within you that says no matter what happens, this is the right way to act. And that is where you practice building the skill of confidence. You must act out what you are saying. Because if you are not acting what you think to be real and you think to be true and the way that you're encouraging other people on the outside of you, you are creating this descent in what your soul's urge is. And again, that Sag rising is just about expansion and, and learning and trying new things and going out and exploring, sending that flaming arrow into the abyss, not knowing what's going to happen as a result of it, but knowing that expansion is the most truth thing that we can understand about this universe we are not only getting bigger as a universe we are our expansion is speeding up evolution is the natural flow of things getting bigger going further going beyond what we've always known that is the truth and that is what your soul is urging you to do you must consciously though integrate all of those 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 things that that those shadow aspects of virgo where You know, we're fearful of the stories because we've participated in those stories and and we know we're not perfect and we know that we are, if, if we were laid bare before the whole world, like we would be deserving of every critique and every judgment and all of that. You have to come to terms with that fact and recognize that if this is true of me, it's true of every other individual because we are all microcosmic parts of the macrocosm which we inhabit. We are parts of the whole. We are not separate from this. We have our own unique individual take on it that no one else can have. And that's something to be confident about too. But you can also be confident in the fact that everyone is on the same playing field. We are all on the same mission. And some of us will wake up in this lifetime and some of us will not. And that's allowed too. But if you want to step into what your soul is urging you to do, You have to claim this understanding of why people judge and where it's, you know, creative energy not being reined in. You know, it is basically our utter humanness not being reined in by higher principles. And it's very interesting that in Virgo, you know, we are really coming to the culmination. I would say Virgo as an essence is about mastering the physical vessel. You know, as if we look at the Zodiac as two stage progression of evolution for a human being, the first is the evolution of the human form, the vehicle, the body, the the tangible thing that we are. And then the second half of the Zodiac is our spiritual evolution and relating that to everything else around us and really doing all the work that that shows us interconnectedness. But in Virgo, there's this it's just this very interesting Alchemical portal where you can really hyper focus inwardly in a way that is, you know, again, in the energy of analysis paralysis, creating your own vortex of depth where it's like, I can't get out of this because I can't think the right way to go about it, the right way to do it. You have to enact action, plain and simple. You have to do it terribly. You have to think the first thing that you are capable of doing instantly that comes to mind when when it comes to you know how would I act how would I move if I was confident the first thing that comes to your mind when answering that question the first thing that comes to your mind that you can do right in this instant you need to do it right now within the next five four three two one seconds otherwise your body goes right back into autopilot when we set intention, when we get creative inspiration, we get an urge, when we get a, a a aha moment, that is like the universe giving us a moment of emergency break on our brain. cause we're going on autopilot, and that's our subconscious beliefs. That is what's playing out in the world. That's how we act. We act out what we believe. So if you want to transform what you believe, guess what, baby? You gotta act differently. You got to start moving like you would move if you were confident. And this is something that trips a lot of people up. It's about cultivating feeling. But when you choose first to do something that is outside of autopilot, that is not comfortable. It doesn't feel real. You have to act through it. That's the only T. I'm sorry. There's no getting around that. There's no waiting till you feel like it. There's no waiting to feel confident, my love. You have to start showing up in your life in ways that would make you feel confident. You have to start acting like someone who is not afraid to fail. You have to start acting as if somebody, you know, what I want, what I desire is worthy of being expressed. So much so that I am going to stand up to critique. I'm gonna stand up to rejection or the possibility of these things and say, I humbly sacrificed my voice and my desire anyway, because I didn't control myself getting here. There was a one in three trillion chances of, you know, atomically that I would manifest at this place in space-time. I didn't, I didn't make any of this happen, so I got to assume that to resist the natural flow of urges and the natural flow of what I want for my life, that, that, that's not, like, whoa, why would I do that? Why would I analyze to the point of paralyzing myself from letting life move through me? Life moved through everything that makes me up to bring me to this moment in space-time where I was awake and aware enough to ask myself, why the fuck am I not confident? When I inspire confidence in so many other people, when I encourage people to go after their dreams, why don't I empower myself to do the same? The only reason is because we don't believe in our inherent worthiness. We don't believe that we can withstand the critique. We believe that our... Our lack is reason that we should be rejected, that we shouldn't be accepted. And it's not. It's not. That is the truth of the human mission, is to be an unhealed, unintegrated, unwhole thing, trying to interface with itself, trying to imagine what it could be, and doing its best to actualize in that direction. Look at yourself, down the line, 5 years from now, 10 years from now. If you were the most confident bitch you could fucking be in 10 years, what would you be doing? What would your life look like? Every day, what would if can you imagine that? Can you play out a day of your life in that state? Put yourself there. Play with it as much as you can. Tap into the emotional Feelings that you want to feel. What do you feel like that feels like? What does confidence feel like? To me, I feel like confidence is freedom. It's freedom to move and act and say things knowing that I am connected to myself enough that the unknown results or backlash or, you know, reverb from my actions, I'm willing to stand with. That is, that is the key to confidence. It's acting and moving in ways that at the end of the day, you are good with you feel on some level, this was right for me. I don't know whether I'll be accepted. I don't know if I'll be ostracized for it, but I believed it, I felt it, I, I, I think this way. That is what confidence is. It's being willing to try. It's being willing to fail. It's being real about the fact that you're a human. And the only way you truly learn is by expressing the energy that comes up with you, within you. If you clamp down on it, if you tighten, you're giving into resistance. And the beautiful thing about life here is that resistance, entropy, you know, stagnation, Void, sleep, these are all the normal states. So by virtue of you being fucking conscious, by virtue of things coming up within you, from nowhere to your conscious mind, like it feels like it's from out of nowhere. It's stuff you couldn't have orchestrated, you couldn't have consciously directed it. You've gotta you've got to believe. In order to have confidence, you have to believe that what is coming up within you is worthy because it is here. Because the natural state of the entire universe is empty, is void, is death, is no life, is no consciousness, etc. So if consciousness is here, we've got to fucking honor it. No matter the results, no matter what happens to us. And if you can integrate that belief, then more and more you're going to be empowered to just simply move when you get ideas, when you. Get inspirations when you get thoughts for how to make your life better how to enact more you know purpose and meaning and what feels right for you how to do that every day and even if it doesn't go according to plan and it doesn't work out for you you're okay with it and you're like tomorrow back to the drawing board what do I really think right now I want to try I want to express I want to feel out I want to say to somebody what can I do that makes me bigger than I was before that diversifies my experiences. That helps me to travel through spaces of emotion. These are all like kind of, you know, metaphysical ways we can be fully Sagittarian without ever leaving our fucking day-to-day life. By opening yourself up to whatever results happening happen and stopping like censoring yourself so much. Jesus Christ, I'm looking at a fucking spell on my mirror right now. It says, fuck all the ways you censor yourself because you know what? Through expression, now we have chemical reaction. Expression goes out and it meets things and it interacts and, and so much spouts off from that. And what, My favorite Chinese parable is who can tell if a thing is good or bad or not. So whether you get backlash, whether people ostracize you, whether people drag your name in the dirt, whether people tell you you're worthless or pointless or what you say is stupid or has no merit, whatever. The the fact that it's garnering that reaction is fucking exciting. And it gives you space and more inspiration that you would have never had if you only imagined that experience happening within your body. Because on the flip side of that, what if people fucking fully accept it? What if people feel fully seen by it? What if people are like, yes, and, and they creatively grow from it. They collaborate with it. They get inspired from it. You really going to hold all of those possibilities just in your body by not acting? that's where your confidence lies. It lies in your action. So if you are not acting, you're not gonna feel confident. If you act, you're going to start practicing what a confident person feels like because a confident person believes in themselves, believes in the world enough to act. That's the whole thing with the magician energy and I think it's one of the main archetypes I'm here to empower people to actualize. You are the magician, no matter what comes into your present moment, you have been given your mental energy, the power of your emotions, the ability to creatively act out your inspirations, to move energy into the physical world and to sustain that work solidly enough till you make it a dense physical thing in your reality. No matter what is going on, you have these tools on your magician's table in front of you, no matter what. And if you believe that, you buy in and you start showing up in your life like that, girl, the magician is confidence manifest. It is will manifest. It is the solar plexus chakra activated. And you know what? In in this country, the solar plexus chakra is the most out of balance because We don't have confidence, true confidence in what we are. And as an attempt to silence that insecurity, we grab for power. And if that doesn't resonate with us, we feel like there's no way I can gain any sort of control in my life. And there's nothing that I have to be confident about because I don't want that power. And I definitely am not going to, you know, get it because people got to grab that shit. But you can actualize the power of every sun that has ever existed within your own being, right there in the center of action, in the center of will. If you bring that forth into any sort of physical movement, and I swear to you, even if all of this is a challenge and you don't know what next step to do, just Just intending whatever I do, whatever action I take, is building my confidence. And then immediately do something. Immediately do something you wouldn't normally do. Just literally something silly. You know, pick up something with the wrong hand. Do a chore you would never do at this time. Do sit-ups, do crunches, do push-ups. Do um, run in place, you know. Uh, Do some weird hand gesture. You know, these are rituals. Anytime we marry intention with action, you have ritual. And these are the messages. This is the language that speaks directly to the subconscious. By marrying action with intention, you've created a symbol. It's a symbol for what you're trying to manifest that will be the placeholder until it actually does manifest. So this ritual, the things that you'll do, you need to find something to anchor yourself to this intention of confidence. So whenever you do the ritual, now you know you're moving from a state of what I'm doing is because I'm becoming more confident. Because this is how a confident me moves in this present moment. This is the best version of this right now. That's how I enact it. And you can use this trigger. And, uh, you know, I, sorry, it's an anchor. When we, so trigger and anchor, they're basically the exact same thing. When we t- talk about triggers, it's in a negative context. I think rituals are anchors. For getting ourselves into certain states. So, if right now with hearing this, you have married some little action, you can honestly carry that forward. Anytime you're not feeling confident, anytime you want to feel like do something, say something, move in a certain way, but are starting to let, you know, analysis, paralysis keep you from moving, you're starting to let your perfectionism keep you stagnant, you're starting to allow resistance to win, do that anchor action. Whatever it was. Maybe you clapped your hands three times. Maybe you, you know, rubbed your tummy and patted your head. Maybe you did the squats. Maybe you did, you know, uh, a, a chore or whatever. Whatever the thing that you just married with the action, with that intention, that can be your anchor point. And that can, like, transfer your state of consciousness into knowing, now I'm confident. And the more you practice it, the more you catch yourself and pull back... So you might be one of those people who will be like, hello, Virgo, you're going to be consciously aware of all the ways in which you could do this and then you don't do it. But listen, every time you fuck up, guess what? It's an, it's an opportunity to reenact the thing, to create another strengthening in the anchor. You're creating a new connection in the brain because the brain the neurons that fire together wire together so if you are consciously choosing to redirect like so if you fuck up 30 times in a day and 15 times you manage to recorrect that's 15 times you have told your brain no we act this new way now your brain isn't working hard to to create new connections it's just deepening your old ruts when you do the old thing but the new thing novelty that creates neurogenesis that creates neuroplasticity so not only does it make your brain grow, but it makes the parts of your brain that are already here more elastic, more flexible, more prone to change. So literally count every single one of your fuck ups. as like this is just an opportunity to keep wiring new neurons together. So replace the the, the beliefs that have you getting into loops of perfectionism with The fact that all the ways you fuck up, that's more opportunities to just rewire your brain. So bring on the failures, bring on the fuck ups, because that's more chances I get to be confronted with something that's conflicting and difficult and hard and, you know, to recognize I am, you know, I'm not fully in control of myself. And what I direct for myself is not always easy to just fully enact. So to be aware of that and to interface with that, that's a depth That's a deepening, a depthening of your relationship to self because it's the truth of the nature of what it is to be human. And I swear to God, if it doesn't make you be more graceful with yourself and graceful with your fellow human beings, I don't know what the hell will. True understanding of how hard it is for you to direct yourself to change is the character building that you need. This is what is gonna teach you how to be a better human, how to be a better friend, how to be good to yourself by being real about how hard it is to change, taking the time to do it anyway, committing yourself to the process, knowing that you're gonna fail a bunch, but as long as you have that intention set on where you're going, which is the confident, fully actualized you willing to express yourself at any moment, you willing to be able to go to bed at night no matter who fucking likes you, you, that is a superpower that no one can take from you. That is an unattainable. And the only way you can attain an unattainable is to act in honor of it. So you got to know that confidence is what you are serving by acting. And you've got to imbue all your action now with the spirit of growing confidence, with the spirit of I'm expressing consciousness here. Who am I to say no? Who am I to resist this process? I am just a tiny microcosmic part of this whole. I've got to let it be itself. I can't worry so much so that I don't, Allow the energy to flow because I believe without a shadow of a doubt, all of our diseases, all of our, our, our mental illness is so tight. It is rooted. It is rooted in our management of our energy. And if we're not allowing the energy that is inspired within us to come out in a creative way, in a real way, in an honest way, regardless of people's reactions, then we are gonna create blockages. We're gonna create densities. We're gonna create dis-ease. We will not be at ease with ourselves. We don't go to bed at night nicely, easily, whatever, because the life unlived is being just, it's being choked out within us when we don't let that energy move through us, when we don't act, when we don't honor our voice, when we don't believe in ourselves. And that's what perpetuates the feeling of non-confidence, the feeling of insecurity. It's because you're not acting like you as a confident being should, which is knowing you can't be perfect. You are flawed. Everyone is. You're on a mission, a journey, an unwinding path. You can't get it all right. You're not supposed to be the master now. Mastering yourself is your lifetime process and it's all you've ever been asked to do. And you can't do that by pleasing others and you can't do that by making sure you're getting approved of and you can't do that by being certain you don't arise any conflict. You do that by being true to who you are, by allowing the expression of consciousness to flow through you and to reverberate and to connect with other energies and to get feedback and to collaborate and to create with what comes out of that, which you cannot predict. So even if what you see happens as a result of you starting to take some confident action in your life, you starting to show up in spaces that you would have felt so insecure acting in before, and you just act, even if the backlash, even if the reaction to you is so negative, you do not know. It's the, it's the trick of consciousness. You don't know who's watching. You don't know who's listening. You don't know who's shifting. You don't know, seed sower, whose fertile ground your message just met. And because you cannot know that, I feel like it is a a disservice to life to hold back what we feel like expressing, like moving, like showing up as. You don't know where that seed's gonna go. You gotta spread, you gotta grow. And only by showing up in the process does that happen for us. Only through action do we integrate understanding. We've been talking about this a lot, you know, where the mind-body connection, you know, we've always known about that. So intentions married with action is very powerful for transformation. But we also now know that there is a body-mind connection. So if you just put yourself in the space of doing a new thing, even if internally you feel totally insecure, and even internally you feel, you know, like, like this is the most uncomfortable thing you've ever done. If you show up and move your body in a way that is confident you are rewiring your brain to be confident you have to continue to practice it you have to continue to show up but that is how you bring that out of yourself you have to act as if it is already so because in one perspective on this life you know all timelines are running congruently and by imagining the highest self and focusing in on it intently You know, I believe we can pull the energy of future versions of ourselves, versions that we feel completely incapable of being right now in this present moment. We can pull that future version here. If we focus intently and we believe in it, that picture, enough to act on it, that is how every invention was manifested onto this earth. Someone had a picture of it in their mind and they believed enough in it to act, to try A million times because they believe that it could be made. If they could see it, they could make it. It doesn't matter how many times they fuck up. It doesn't matter how many failures they're met with. They believed in it enough to try. That's how things get done. And that is how you enact the dimension of confidence that is within you right now. It's just slumbering. You have to pay attention to it. You have to pay awareness to it. You have to intend that you're going to honor it and show up as it, even though your emotional states are going to reflect your old neurology, your old biology. But you have to trust, you have to believe that you can achieve a new version of yourself. And it's only through acting different that you do that. That is what confidence is. It's simply believing enough to act. So I hope I answered your question sufficiently, definitely not succinctly, (laughs) but I hope that that feels real for you and feels actionable. (laughs) I'm sending you so much love. Thank you for asking such such a powerful question. I feel like that's for all of our hearts and all of our minds today. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the Natural Magics Hour. Uh, As always, let me send you to where I live on the internet. My main home base is (laughs) begrudgingly still Instagram. You can find me at Natural Magics, spelled like it sounds, all one word, nothing weird going on in there. Uh, Notably, hang out with me live. Monday mornings at 9 p 9 a.m., I'm sorry, Mountain Standard Time, uh, where we talk about the energy of the week. And then at 10 p.m., Mountain... 10 a.m., where am I at? And another time zone, apparently. <laughs> but uh, 10 in the morning, uh, Mountain Standard Time, I go live with the What's the Mood card pull for the week. And something that I'm interested in doing right now is... Uh, creating some like comic versions of that card. So if you're a doll and a bae and really want to support me in a really easy way, share that shit, y'all. Or post-it like it's hot. Thank you. Uh, and I'm also trying to make uh, my, my real, real home uh, Patreon. I'm always trying to build that platform to be just even more it's so, you know, so weird to try and make something, something else. And I think like I wanted really badly for a while for me to feel like it was super easy to interact on Patreon the way it is on Instagram. But it's not quite that. However, I know like investing more into it is is where I'm headed and what I want to be doing. Uh, So just recognize any love, any support over on that platform. That... That's what keeps me going. That's what has encouraged me to do the podcast. That's what got me like super committed to my lives. It was you guys paying attention and paying your physical fucking coin to my work. And that's how you guys allow me to see that I'm safe and secure in the universe. So fucking thank you. Thank you for all... The support that I've gotten on there—it really means the world to me. Uh, I'm also on YouTube channel Natural Magics, where I post uh, intermittent terascopes. I'm gonna try and get back on that, y'all. Actually, I will get back on that when it feels good to do so. Uh, but I also like to post like clips of the lives, you know, like the what's the mood and all that shit. Because it only is available for free for 24 hours on Instagram and then it goes to live on patreon for forever Uh, but I do like to give us little clips you get a little little tasty taste of what's going on over there uh, to see if there's any like real value in in what we're talking about that week for you so that's all on YouTube and yeah that's about where you can find me online and thank you in general, again, just for being here, for paying attention to new ideas and, you know, the organizing of, of what's going on in the world, you know, just through my, my portal of vision. Cause I know it's just one outlook. I know it's just one filter, but it it feels great to be seen and to feel feel heard and to know that that there are other people there are others who feel just like me thank you again love you to death and beyond bye bye